October 5th, 
Negroes show. Back at the Love Grotto, brother man. Yeah, been a while. Welcome it's back, been everyone. A while. Um, let's see. Started the show off with uh, John Coltrane doing Train Sonic, an alternate version, and uh, piano on Swaco and piano pucker by our guest for today, brother Matt. Yeah, welcome back, Toko Honda. Yeah, another been a while. Yeah. Hello again. How are you? Thanks for coming back. It's been a couple years. Yeah, right? yeah, at least. Yes. And uh, this piece we played, you were asked to do minute-long things for a compilation. This piano pucker. Yeah, piano pucker and this issue. I I did a very quick recording for some kind of a submissions. For I think it's called the sixty seconds. So, and one of them made it into the mix. So. Okay. You not you, you don't usually do minute long songs. No, not really. It's usually really long. So <laughs> it, it was kind of fun, you know. Just okay, just a minute, you know. And actually, it's you know, I didn't cut or anything. I just played one minute piece. It was exactly sixty seconds. You didn't cut. You didn't look at a watch. You know, I don't remember. I might have, but I don't think so because I I would be too busy because one of them was with just a piano and inside the piano, like you know little prepared piano stuff. Yeah. The other one was electronics. With electronics, piano and electronics. So I would be busy just I might have been looking at it. You know, probably I was. Otherwise it's kinda hard to really nail just a minute. Sure. Like this piece we're gonna play here. Not yet known. Uh-huh. It's a banger part it's called Polarity Taskmasters. Yes. We played a lot on the show, the debut CD. Yes. And you have a new one coming. The show was CD. I forgot what I said. You have a new, a second Polarity Taskmaster CD coming. Supposed to be, yes. Okay. So the I I think I would say kind of leader is the Emily Hay, the amazing flute player. Yeah. And uh, she she is putting things together. Thanks for her because if I'm organizing this, the CD yeah. wouldn't come out. But she's doing it. So you know, it's from the live recording. I think back in 2011, I believe. I well, think. Or 12? No, 11. It must be 11. And so. you think this part's going to be part of it? Now, this is your composition, but... Yeah, this is my, yeah, composition. This is going to be yeah. part, so we're giving you a preview here, people. Yes. Okay.
you dirty old man, your sick old ways. We're going to vote you out of office to ratify the ERA. The time is now. Do it today. A little girl will fight for you. A little girl will defend you. Till this war all women is over. 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 Well, it's congressman in the government town made a mistake. fight through equal rights we're entitled to
Walk from Pedro show. We uh, yeah started that off with Polarity Taskmasters doing something live called Not Yet Known Yet. No, Not Yet Known. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so this this new CD is going to be a live one then. I think so. Okay. Yeah, it was already recorded. We at a gig. In yeah, at a gig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we heard Woman uh, from D Dirty Beaches. And uh, a demo from Deanna Mitchell. Uh, Till this war on women is over, and finally Corla Pandit with Kumar. You know Corla Pandit? I just found out he was a brother. I got to meet him. Do you know him? No, no, no. He was big in the U.S. in the '50s, in the '60s. He'd wear a turban and stuff and play organ. He's one of the guys who are responsible for the Hammond B3. Okay. He actually, the Hammond people went to him and asked him wow. uh, advice and uh, how to build this thing. That's and he serious. played it kind of percussive, huh? He used his hands like this. Oh. And you can't see people, but I'm doing like erotic jobs. Yeah. Huh? This is how he played it. And he had all these draw bars and voices, and that was all his ideas. And he came on like, a, I don't know, some prince in India or something. He would, like I said, wear this uh -huh. turban and the... During the daytime, I think he was a big fantasy for housewives doing the cleaning and stuff. They'd watch this guy, his head, they'd superimpose it on clouds, and he'd just play his organ, you know. And it's a trippy, go on a panic. And um, Raymond actually took me to see him in the 80s, and I got to talk to him after the gig, and I was reading on him. And, uh, yeah, he might have been a brother. He wasn't from India. That whole thing was made. There was the exotic thing in the older days, especially with native uh, people. Mm -hmm. You know, Italian guys. All, all different guys would get work. Uh, I don't want to say posing, but it kind of was, right? It happened in Canada a lot, too. They would uh -huh. come on like Native Americans, uh -huh. playing uh, movies or do tours. There was Wild West shows. But they're really not... Uh... No, they're... In a way, acting, right? Acting, uh -huh. And a lot of the stuff would come out after they passed away or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a prop. Well, you know, yeah. in movies, you know, <laughs> you ever see The Good Earth? What's her name? Catherine uh, Hepburn, right? She's got tape on her eyes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why you call it acting. Or uh, Mickey Rooney in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. A role. Yeah, you never see this? Mm. We had fun with that. Just the idea of being somebody else, I, you know, to me that is acting. Mm -hmm. Coral Panda was amazing uh, to see. You know what I mean? When you see in a gig, like John Fogarty, right? Mm -hmm. Very Northwest Bayou he was born on, mm -hmm. by where you live now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't from New Orleans, but he sang a song about it, right? In fact, he said New Orleans. In fact, a lot of his thing came from Howlin' Wolf, like he says, Hoyd. Mm. In Boynton. Yeah. Got some influences working in from up there. Yeah. It, uh, what's it called? Artifice, huh? I don't know if it's. I Just think art's about transcending, about uh, yeah, pretending. Collecting influences and filtering them out through yourself. And on the other side, people say, keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can imagine the first cave painting, you know, when the caveman says to his buddy, what do you see there? And the guy goes, oh, you know, uh, Chromium zinc sulfite. No, man, that's a buffalo. You know, can't you see the lines? I mean, what is real, you know? It's the essence of things. That's when you're talking artistically. Uh, 
got a gig. You know I'm gonna play tonight here. Tonight, the, down the street. The Chicago Batman. Yeah, that's cool. Come that music right now. Cool.
small farmers and organic farmers, if the soil needs a rest, why not put up panels and be solar farmers and wind power farmers? Use NASA and our lovely military to go up in space and bring back every corroding nuclear satellite and bring it back to Earth and take it apart before it crashes and poisons us with radiation. And imagine my surprise when I found out there's not one but two green parties right now and they don't always seem to get along. One green party. One green party. This election is too important to let past personal disagreements and disagreements on minute imprison our future. We have momentum right now. Let's use it. And when we gain that momentum, we're going to get more and more finger-wagging, especially from the Democrats saying we are spoilers. No. The real spoilers are people like Bill Clinton, Al Gore, Tipper Gore, Dianne Feinstein, Gray Davis, and others who've sold the Democratic Party's best principles down the river to corporations. So by all means, <laughs> let's spoil some more. And don't hate the media, become the media.
mixed in. And the one in the springtime rocks more DJs also, uh -huh. uh, all kinds of different genres. Uh -huh. Sometimes the people from the, there's that integrity. We're talking about the Joshua Music Festival, Brother Matt uh -huh. is uh, enlightened. Yeah. Yes. Get this mode to uh, this festival where they, you don't know the bands, that's why he goes. Like yeah. a lot of people don't go to a festival because of one or two bands. Brother Matt likes to go in because he don't know anybody, he's going to get turned on to new music. Yeah, yeah, they got good taste out there. Uh, we just heard uh, Apisani 07, so I think that's part seven, uh, some 70s TV show in the old uh, Hugo by Melova Yenika Markovich Jazz Band. Ahead of that was Dot Wigan Band with Wigan Out. You know of Dot Wigan? Yep. She played guitar in the Shags. Shags was an incredible band. Three sisters put together by their father in the 60s from New Hampshire. He had a, I think it was his mother, had a dream that he was going to have a band with his daughters mm. that would be famous. Uh-huh. But it never happened. Oh, no. They made an album called Philosophy of the World that's incredibly wow. something else. And uh, she just, she's got a solo album coming out. Actually on Jella's label, and that's who we huh. heard before that. Jella Biafra with the Green Wedge. Uh, I got to see him at that San Jose thing with the Stooges oh, last cool. week. And uh, Tara Malos ahead of that, with X'd out and tired. They're a sack down man. Uh, wrong idea, the OCs, I got to see them first time. Have you seen them? The, the main man, John, is from Providence, but he's been in San Francisco a long time. They're great. Got a chance to go see the OCs and an organ player. Mm -hmm. uh, ahead of that was Howie Reeve, my bass brother from Glasgow. Beautifully thin ice. Bob Bon ahead of that, they're playing. Tonight, yeah. But one other band, right? And uh, the bass player, Paloma, has got my Reverend bass. Oh, cool. Yeah, Raul Lass, I said, uh, sure. Nice. And uh, I think. A Pedro band called A Lovely Sort of Death is opening up. So there's four bands. Carol's Place tonight, 8.15. And then we started uh, with Magma by Chicano Batman. Uh, you moved from SoCal. Yes. About a year ago, right? About a year ago. I, yeah, feels like I've been there just a few months because I was in Japan for right. more than half a year mm -hmm. after I moved. From LA. She moved up north and she had to go to Japan. Uh, it turned into a long stay. Yes, yeah. And uh, just got to come back. Yeah. In and this is your first June. time in the South Bay in a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got some gigs. Yes, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later. Uh, is it different living up there than living down here? Very, very different. Yeah. Not I don't know, coming back here was kind of a shock because everything is familiar, but yeah. feels bigger, definitely. Just getting used to living in Bay Area is everything compact and small. Closer to each other. Yes. Small. So Down I, here spread out. Oh yeah, no, suddenly now, I mean, I haven't been driving more than 15 minutes in Bay Area each day, then now it's like suddenly, in a day, I'm driving like, I don't know how many hours. I, yeah. I mean, today probably I will drive for three hours total, maybe. I don't know. You came from Hollywood to get here. Well, actually, I had to go Bur Burbank first. Valley. Wow. Yeah, to uh, because my husband Rocco had to get a rental car, so I had to go to the airport, then yeah. get a the car, then 
drive here, then we're gonna go to UCLA later because West there's. Side. Yeah, West Side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I see. So it's like, wow, you know, <laughs> getting to one place to another is just like, I don't know, it's like a huge trip. But whereas in Oakland, I mean, Berkeley, just very. Close. It, it's just really close. But actually, she came in the studio when I was recording for yeah. Future's album, oh, Fantasy. Oh. Fantasy, yeah. That's that's a really nice Berkeley, studio. Uh, yeah. The house of Creedence built. They right. never recorded there, but they're oh. letting me help build it. Yeah, that was a fun, fun to see yeah. you work. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she got to see how the square musicians, the parts. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> it's... No improvise. <laughs> it's always to, fascinating. She got to witness that. Yes, yeah. And uh, it's just James Williamson, like, guiding me with the, with why the tape's running. Uh-huh. But I got it. Yeah, you did. I, I mean, it. it's just amazing. I played his to bass, too. Uh-huh. In fact, I'm going to play it tomorrow. I record with him again tomorrow in uh, Northridge in the Valley. Yeah? Yeah, I got a hell ride. Pedro, like we were talking earlier, we stay here if we can. Uh-huh. Brother Matt, right? He works here. He can walk to work. Yeah, just pretend I'm on the Isle of Pedro. Yeah, he's on the Island I, of Pedro. I know, but you know, it is it is like a, an island, even though it's not the island, because it's... It, you know, it's kind of sticking out from L.A. Yeah, you you're know? on the tip of the peninsula. Yeah. Right on point, Iwa. we got water on three sides. Hmm? Iwa? Iwa? No, no shima. that's rock. Yeah, Iwa is, sh- yeah. So the island would be Shima. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but that's why San Peter is beautiful, though. You know, I remember when I, you know, used to live in L.A., when I was looking for a house, actually, to buy or something, I like this. San Peter is nice, you know. It's kind of like, has completely different vibe, you know. Then rest okay. Yeah, very Thanks for saying so, because did you see the the Popeye and the Surly. Oh, the, we're the surliest town in yeah, L.A. Some columnist. Yeah, so many are trying to pr- turn it into Marina del Pedro, though. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the other what's side. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're at the end of the first hour, October 5, 2013, edition of Pedro Show, our guest, Toka Honda, old time for hour two. October 5, 2013, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
is a car parked where there's no parking Tuesday. And it's Thursday and the ticket is still on the windshield. Or maybe it's a dead person's car.
off of Pedro Show started off the second hour with Devin, Gary, and Ross doing stories so far as told by a guitar. That's uh, from their new double album, Honeycomb of Chakra. You know Gary, he drew uh, Jimbo and that stuff and made the designs on Pee Wee's trip. Oh, okay. Good cat. Uh, Matchbox Blues after that with Blind Lemon Jefferson. Another man used to have a blues show called Blue Shift, KXLU. Yeah. How many years? Eight? Uh, no, I did it for like four or five years. Five, yeah. Wow. I'm wrong. Then uh, Sam Bennett with No Death. Sam uh, lives in Tokyo. He's from Birmingham, Alabama, but married a lady over there and he had a oh, daughter. Still there? Still there. Oh. Sam with two M's. Son. Good cat. Uh, Richard Meltzer, Spiel Gusher after that. Sick Person's Car. Uh, tight But Normal Squeeze by Bob Pollard after that. Uh, Light. Uh, between Us, Light just did their 10th anniversary gig. Tokyo Band. Those guys. I don't know if you remember them. Maybe Yuki. Uh huh. Kozo and Ekinari. I'm going to bring them on a. The West Coast tour, tour and, uh, next fall. Oh, nice. So we'll be up in your area. Oh, great. Let me know. They're good guys. Uh, Tiger Princess, uh, Sonia de Marinaio, that's a trio I got with two Italian guys. Stefano. I'm going to bring them on that tour, too. Wow. But they're going to do the whole country. They've never done a U.S. tour. So International. 51 gigs, 51 days. You're playing, too? I'm in that trio. Oh, in, in fact, the uh, that's what that song is, and we're going to record a second album in December in Bologna. Nice. Yeah, they're great cats. Uh, astronauts with microphones doing headlock after that, and finally, Ishun Ipun, Tokahanda. That's another one of your one minute, uh, what do you call it? Yep. Compositions. Uh, music wise, I mean, we talked about how it's different in the car. In the Bay car? Area, SoCal. Now, what about the music scene? In the, over there? Bay Area. The difference? Contrast, SoCal. Ah, I wonder. Well, I'm just getting to know people up there. Uh, really good community. It's very tight. You know, it's, again, it's a small community, but it seems there are a lot of musicians. The really great mission. I feel like a lot of young people have more force. I feel like, uh, and it's since it's easy to go to gigs. <laughs> I think people seems to have more energy. So actually, I think they are playing more than. I think it's here. a more active scene in Bay Area I, than here in SoCal. I feel like it because there's there are more venues. It seems to be in a tighter... Or more concentrated? Yeah, concentrated area. I mean, I, I get invited to go to the concert so many times, but it's all within, like, 15-minute drive range. So I, I can't really go. I, we're back to the car driving. I know. I'm so sorry, but it's true. You get to jump on BART a lot? No. Well, I, I know young people are in the East Bay because the city costs too much money, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. True. The rents are cheaper in the East Bay than they are in yeah. San Francisco. Although I was so surprised, it's it's 
quite expensive now, even in East Bay, even okay. Oakland. Even Oakland. Uh, but like what you're saying is true, like a lot of musicians, younger musicians yeah. moving from San Francisco to Oakland, all those people in the East Bay states and creating a lot of the community uh, and also a lot of small venues, but you yeah. know, they're supported by community members. But I think since we can go do our gigs and also to be able to go to others' show very easily, it seems to be very active and happening, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And here it was more what uh, diffuse, spread out. It's, yeah, and then. For people to go to a gig and you have to make commitment here. Yes, yes, Much it is. Much tougher than up north. Yeah, because we are driving to go work already and tired. You know, yeah. if you go to work on west side already, do you want to go to the concert again yeah. to see right. again? Or, you know what I mean? So sure. I think uh, it's a little hard. It seems here. That's why I always am surprised enough for you know you. <laughs> like you live here and uh, somehow you magically show up in north somewhere. You know, <laughs> that's a commitment. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Music, you know, you gotta. Sometimes it happens for you, but a lot of times you gotta help make it happen. Yes. So yeah. I, I don't think payment is always in the coin. And if there's a musical situation that's going to come on, I know somehow I'm going to learn from it. It's going to help me the next time I do music. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I, I'll put out for it. Right, right. Even though it might be not so obvious what the quote payoff unquote is. Mm -hmm. I know it's because I'm... I, also, I'm just in love with music. I love Right, right. I feel lucky to get into this thing. I got into it to be with my friend. And I just feel the debt. And I just got to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, brother Matt, you got your uh, initials on this chest. Yeah, some personalized pirate chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's almost like that, but you turn one of them upside down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brother Matt, Miss Mo here brought her. Cool, set. we're going to jam again. So we're going to have a jam. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah. Set yeah. it up.
Matt. Yeah. Thank you so much. Man, uh, thank you. Matoka, that was uh, awesome. Fun. The source of your inspiration, motivation. I just uh, figured we'd start off with some rhythm, rhythm devils and uh, see where that took us. And, uh, man, you really twiddled those knobs and worked those sounds cool. That was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Like, thank you. Very cool. Very thank cool. you so much. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Philosophy of yours. Philosophy. <laughs> regarding improvisation. Where's the mic over here? Music. Yeah, sure. Where, I don't know. Where should I start? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I have a lot of philosophy, but... What's regarding improvisation. Regarding improvisation. Where it's coming from or like... Yeah, what if somebody asked you, what does improvisation in music mean to you? What would you tell them? I, for me, it's being uh, honest. I think that's at least, I think it's changed throughout years. But uh, right now, what I'm focusing on, how can I be as honest as possible? Um, because it's been a theme that it, I think it's hard to be honest. Um, I think I'm honest person, and that's I think is the best asset of myself as a person. But to bring that into music is difficult because I always think I want to be better in making music. Um, but when I step into this mindset of making good music or better music, which I always want to, but then suddenly. I'm not that honest, I can't, I don't know, there's so many things to think about and consider. So, yeah, right now I'm really focusing on improvisation-wise, how can I be honest and really eliminating those thoughts, like the expectation from myself and for, from other people, but what kind of music? is happening right now and also and um yeah I think that's the main thing right now. Yeah. Huh. Right now it honestly looked like you're having a lot of fun doing it too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I love improvisation. Yeah. Yeah. Do. Okay. As opposed to like uh yeah, composed pieces. Uh-huh. Where you're just kind of like carrying out instructions. Mm -hmm. Improvisation music, you're composing in the moment. Yes. Big difference, right? Yes. Uh, but it can be fun. Yeah, it, I think it's really fun. Because I know uh, we had a guest on, they were terrified trying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the music mm -hmm. composed for them. It was terrified. Yeah. What do I play? You look at it as opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not terrified. No, and also a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility, and also coming from very strong background, really chasing little notes. Uh, you know, once I try to be, <laughs> try to be <laughs> classical concert pianist, I still playing classical repertoire, and I love it. But that's that's how I coming from, and you know, chasing those little notes and yeah. perfecting it. Um, I I always knew there is something more to music because even those composers in you know, a long time ago they were pianists, composers, improvisers. They can yeah. do it, you know. So I guess so when I step into the improvisation, um it, it it's really made my 
world as a whole. You know, I still enjoy you know, playing composed music, but improvisation, I think, is really a source of inspiration. And I think it's actually really natural, you know, process for all of us. You know, we already, yeah. all, all have it, just kind of sharing it with other people is, you know, I, I use this example sometimes because that's how I used to feel like. It's like going to bathroom and everybody's watching it. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of awkward. <laughs> very awkward. At the beginning. At the beginning. It's no big deal after a while. <laughs> you know? It, but I'm saying it's very personal. And that's yeah. why it's so, imp you know, uh, it, it, it could be hard to be honest, you know, to show what you're really feeling right now or who you are and what you're into right now. Right. You know, even because it could be judgmental. So. Sure. But I think, actually, for the improvisation, that's really important part to share. I think, yeah, that sharing is another kind of word. I'm kind of like, really gravitating towards that. I should share experience with people, even though when I feel ashamed, you know, and. That's related to the philosophy of improvisation also, I think. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. We're at the end of the second hour, October 5th, 2013. Dish of Waffle Peter Show, me and Brother Matt, and our guest, Tokohondo. Yeah. Back for hour three. Very cool. October 5th, 2013. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. i 
Screw definition of headlines. Screw definition of headlines. Screw definition of headlines. Screw definition of headlines. I'm going to the top of the list from the final shortage. I only do this for my head. I need to stop. Governor Jerry Brown used to be the mayor of the town you're living in. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we start off the third hour with uh, Dagger Moth, which is Italian guitarist lady. But the song's called Mono No Aware, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like Japanese. Kind of sad things. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to Heia. Yes, period, right? yes, that's right. Heia, yeah. Period, yeah. And we're, say, Shonagan, Pillow Book... Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wabi-sabi. Uh, Monogatari, like Tale of Genji. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. been reading some of these things. Uh, uh, Lady Sashina. Yeah, the, the Onade, the Lady Hand. Yes, those right. are nice. Yeah, those are really nice. And uh, one of the, like, aesthetics uh -huh. is Mano no Awari, which is In kind of, like, everything, things are going to die, they're going to change, they're going to, don't get too attached to things. Uh -huh. You know, those are times I personally like the, you know, in the, history of Japan. There's a nice period because it's very artistic. People yeah. are communicating through poetry. Not so much fighting. Um, not so much, yeah. And very artistic. And even like you date with your girl and yeah. you send a poem. Everybody's sending Everybody poems. Everybody is sending yeah. poems. And the really kimonos cool. are like 12 layers and all yeah. the colors that you choose are yeah. very important. And it has to go with the season. This seasons. is a thousand years ago, wow. Brother Matt. And actually this tale of Genji might have been the first novel. The, only the men were allowed to learn the kanjis and stuff. Mm -hmm. So the ladies started writing in mm -hmm. this other alphabet mm -hmm. called hiragana. And they ended up calling ladies writing. And in fact, all the fiction went to that. But they started making stories, and it was very artistic, poetic, to what yeah. she's talking about. And that's when the capital was Kyoto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kind of Good it, time. Was a, it was a peaceful, artistic time. Yeah. I like and that's that why I was amazed at this lady. She's a young woman playing electric mm -hmm. guitar. She would call her nice. piece that. And then we had you and Elliot Sharp. Now, Elliot Sharp's an old friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, and gosh. in fact, I'm on an album that he put together called The Bootstrappers, me and the Minuteman drummer, George Hurley. And he's an amazing musician. And I guess you guys played at the Blue Whale? When yes. Was that? I, I think it was party? also 2011. And Elliot, 2011, okay. yeah, Elliot was asking me like, send me that recording, and I hadn't. But now I got the hands on it, so I'm gonna send him some of okay. it. So send finally, your way, Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> yes. heard part of it here. And then we heard the Glimpse Trio doing first thing. Uh, Sam with Dollar Tree. Glimpse Trio is that Cleveland guys, I think. More Mike is, and he moved to the Bay Area. He's was yes, Bay Area. They used to have a band called. Uh, that I did some gigs with called Monster Cock Rally. And Ooh. these guys, they rented a little, <laughs> they rented a little uh, hatchback to come down, and I guess they weren't used to it. The guy put the bass amp in and shut the hatchback, but the box was, wasn't in all the way, so it busted out the window. Yeah, it was a cold <laughs> ride home. Sorry about that. Uh, and then, yeah, Sam from uh, Dollar Tree, upstate New York, research, and then finally Nightingale's. Use your loaf. They're from England, I think Birmingham. Uh, Mo, uh, you moved to the north, uh, NorCal and uh, East Bay. Mm -hmm. Only a couple of months, you had to go to Japan. Yep. 
And you <laughs> got some experience with the music scene there. Yes, yes. Yeah, now how would you compare that to over here? To over here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to take a moment. Um, okay. It's, you know, just like U.S., I feel like a lot of things are happening in kind of geographic, you know, I mean, different place has different music. And different. You were mostly in Sendai, right? I was mostly in Sendai, trying to meet some jazz musicians and improvisational yeah. community. Uh, as it happened in North, there's no free improvisational community, which was surprising. In the North, the Toku. Yes. Sendai is the big town in the north. It's, it's, it's north of Tokyo by like 200 miles. Yes, it's the biggest city in the yeah. north and it's one million, more than one million people. Sure. And there's no fully improvised community. There's no scene. So wow. I was shocked because even here in the Midwest, you, you got the fully improvised community. Yeah. So I was like, uh, um, well, so I was looking around that. I've heard there were some, some people organizing those shows a while back and somehow it's, it didn't continue. So burned out. Burned out a so little. So maybe the main scene is Tokyo. Tokyo and but this time I I got to travel to South more and I got to stay in Kyoto quite a long time. Okay. I went to two or three times, and also I, I stayed two or three weeks at a time. So I traveled to Kyoto, Osaka. Uh, they have very strong um, improvisational music community and very open. Uh, so I got to meet a lot of What's the people. What's that called? Kinky? Kinky? Is that kinky? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a weird, and you know, in English, know <laughs> yeah, it's a weird right. word. Yeah. But I think that that area, because Kansai is Tokyo Park, and I think kinky uh -huh. is what they call. Yeah, so area. Tokyo is obviously happening, all, all of the things yeah, happening. Yeah, the 70s had a huge improvisation mm. scene. Yes, that's right. So I think so. South actually are doing quite well. I felt like and very strong and. And you found stuff in Kyoto. Yeah, Kyoto, Osaka. Um, they're doing really good stuff. So I met a lot of people there and Nagoya. Um, so that was fun. So in so in North, I met a lot of more classical uh, community people, which I was part of it a long time ago, so I kind of reconnected with them. It yeah. was really, really fantastic. Some Ford, really thinking classical musicians there. It was a great job. So we actually planning to do some concerts when I get back there, but more like, uh, you know, combining the avant-garde idea into classical yeah. repertoires and, oh, you know, creating something new and fresh. contemporary. Yeah. And also jazz, among jazz musicians, I met some of the group of people who especially went to states to study mm -hmm. and came back. Um, they, they are very open-minded and welcoming. So I think I'm going to work with them when I get back. And also, you made some good connects. Yes, I did. So right. I, I did find a lot of, you know, like even so Sendai, I met as many people as possible and find, you know, people who are interested in progressing forward. And so I think we're going to do that definitely together. And also Tokyo and in the South, they, they're amazing, you know, community there. So, you know. Right. You know, you've been there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so many times. I got times. to play Sendai, yeah. 
You you this. did. How was the gig on it was Sendai? Right downtown. I had the specialty in Sendai. Specialty is the the tongue from the ushi. Ushi. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Everybody, it's my friend actually. Very thin slice. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. My, good. Yeah. I, I had it with Ekinoi, the drummer man for uh, Light. Uh, Matt Jones is a guy teaching English in Pusan, uh, Korea, uh -huh. and he just made a band with his girlfriend and he sent me some music so we'll hear this. Yeah.
Champion, Box of Words by Peer Group. Yeah, the Missing New Alliance record is out. Smack That Bitch by Deeper Shit. Hopefully that's hyperbole. Right, Bob Tegan? 
and finally held that with return policy. That's Vince Maroney. He's got a new album coming up. Look, look, it's been really righteous having you aboard. Yeah, great to have you back. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for coming back. Good to yeah, see you. And, uh, yeah, good luck with your music. Uh, thank you for uh, getting us caught up with your uh, journey. Yes. Thanks uh, for the cool jam. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah, I wish Mike brought the bass too, right? <laughs> I know, but you did a good one. <laughs> next time, I next bring time, bass. next time. I promise. It's been the uh, May. F- <laughs> it's October five, two thousand thirteen. The show off for Pedro show. Thanks again for coming on board, brother Matt, for your always essential aid to the vet and everybody out there. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.